Turkey hunting is one of my favorite things. And one of the key tools I use for turkey hunting is the Onyx Hunt Map. I use it incessantly when I'm hunting turkeys. Being able to find a new piece of public or gaining permission on private opens up opportunities for gobblers. Onyx Hunt has a special offer for you this spring. Use the code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com hunt. You'll find more birds this season. I'm telling you, I rely on Onyx Hunt when I'm hunting turkeys. It is an invaluable turkey hunting tool. Hey, I'm excited to share our newest sponsor here on the Meat Eater Podcast, which is Poncho Outdoors. The reason I'm excited is I buy their shirts anyways. Dude, they make some good shirts. And they even have an option where if you're like a skinny dude, you can click like the skinny dude thing. It's great. Based in Austin, Texas, Poncho is committed to crafting the world's best outdoor shirts for men. Poncho is only sold on their own website. So head over to ponchooutdoors.com, use code MEATEATER, for a free hat or t-shirt with any purchase of a shirt. Poncho offers free shipping and returns, so you can try them out risk-free. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I'm your host, Spencer Newarth, and today we're joined by Giannis Putellis, Brody Henderson, Randall Williams, Christine Sawicki, Chester Floyd, Logan Dove, Tressa Croker, and Seth Morris. This is a 10-round quiz show with questions from Meat Eater's four verticals, which are hunting, fishing, conservation, and cooking, and there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. And each week here on Trivia, we reveal a new stat. For the stat of the week this week, we're looking at the average winning scores after 60 games of trivia. Now, on last week's show, we learned that the average player score has risen by 14% throughout the history of the show. But will the winning scores have the same trend? Well, over the first 20 games, the average winning score was 7.1. Over the next 20 games, the average score was 7.33. And over the last 20 games, the average winning score was 7.55. So that's a 6% increase for the average winning scores compared to a 14% increase for all player scores. That means our trivia winners are improving, but their competition is improving even more. How do you feel about that, Brody, as the winningest player in the room? Makes sense, I guess. You're getting a little better, (laughs) but the other seven folks in the room are doing even better than that. Yeah, we just had a... Three-way uh, tiebreaker last Three-way time. Three-way tiebreaker. Yanni, you feel like uh, the questions have gotten easier in trivia? Has it uh, been easier to win a game? What do you think? No, I've been stuck at eight wins for, uh, it seems like, a year now. You think so? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe you break it Six today. months. 
Now, here's our zero percenter question of the week, which tests how much knowledge players have retained from previous games. This question was from episode 353. The topic was hunting and nobody got it right. What country was given its first elk and moose by Teddy Roosevelt? Oh, I was not there, but I bet you I can answer it. Go New ahead, Zealand. Yanni. That's right. Nobody in the room that day got it right, though. The incorrect answers given were the United Kingdom and Japan, but the correct answer was New Zealand. We have some housekeeping to get to. In a previous game of trivia, way back in episode 402, we had a tie-breaking question about the average cost of a white-tailed deer shoulder mount. I got that number by looking at the prices for over 30 taxidermists across the country, which was $695.31. Wow. Well, taxidermist Ashley Eve, who is part of the Deer Mounts of America Facebook page, recently gathered her own data on this. She surveyed 661 taxidermists in America and asked them what they charge for a shoulder-mounted deer. Her polling showed that the average price was $721.35, which is a $26 difference from what I came up with six months ago. Ashley's data had more interesting tidbits, like that Alaska is the most expensive place to get a deer mounted, followed by Washington, Nebraska, California, and Hawaii. Those were the only five states with an average shoulder mount costing more than $900. The cheapest states to get a mount were Delaware, Alabama, Kentucky, and North Carolina. They were the only four states with an average price under $600. Ashley also found that 5.54% of taxidermists charge more than $1,000 for a shoulder-mounted deer, and that Canada's average price is about $50 more than America's. Wow. Does that check out for what you think you know about deer mounts? Yeah. The Southeast, her, her whole map was uh, color-coordinated. If you live in the Southeast, you live in the cheapest area to get a deer mounted. If you live in the Northwest, you live in the most expensive area. Would that have changed the results of that trivia? Now, back to the tiebreaker itself, <laughs> Seth. Even if we use Ashley's new data, that would not change the outcome of the game. In that episode, Giannis said $700 and Brody said $899, meaning Giannis was still closer. Well done. So there we go. Good job, Yanni. Brody, you even Thanks. you even argued that day. You said, I don't think that number can be right. Well, now, <laughs> now our data pool is 661 strong. Do you still feel like it's higher than the 700? I have no uh, idea. I've never got dollars. one mounted. It's, it's trending towards Brody's yeah. answer. Though. Okay, sure. Maybe if we revisit Keep in a decade. Blowing up that sample mm -hmm. size. Come back in a decade and Brody wins. Now, the Shelby Index for today's round is a four, so our winner should get eight correct answers. And with that, we're on to the game of trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? You just tend to win everything. Game on, suckers! Question one, <clears throat> the topic is cooking. This is our listener question of the week, which was won by Tate Romnus for sending this great question. Tate is going to get a book signed by Steve. What is the second best grade that a steak can receive from the USDA? Is it select, prime, superior, or choice? Again, the topic is cooking. What is the second best grade that a steak can receive from the USDA? Your four choices 
are select, prime, superior, or choice. You need to tell me which one of those is the second best grade. You know it, Brody? No, I mean, when you eat deer and elk all the time, what are you going to know about, like, <laughs> cattle cuts and Good how they're graded? Randall with a quick answer. Randall, would have you gotten this one without the choices, you think? No, and I don't even know that I'll get it with the choices. Okay. So, <laughs> How about Chester, Seth? You boys going to get this one right? Same as Randall. Again, Same as Randall. What Same is as Brody. the second best grade that a state can receive from the USDA select prime superior choice? Does everybody have an answer? Select prime superior and choice. Yep, I got it. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying choice, Tressa saying select, Seth saying select, Chet saying prime, Christine saying choice, Giannis saying choice, Randall saying choice, Logan saying prime. The correct answer is choice. The room yeah, did pretty boy. well. For beef, the grading scale goes prime, choice, select, standard, commercial, utility, cutter, and canner. According to the <laughs> USDA, a choice steak like will be very tender, juicy, and flavorful, <laughs> making it suitable for dry heat cooking. The bottom three grades, which are utility, cutter, and canner, rarely make it to retail, and if they do, they're turned into ground beef, processed products, and pet food. Gotta say, that one wandered a little outside the wild game category. Question two. <laughs> the topic is conservation. Just a little bit. What does the acronym LC stand for when labeling an animal's risk for extinction? What does the acronym LC stand for when labeling an animal's risk for extinction? Brody and Randall with quick answers. Seth, you got this one right? No. Come on, Seth. Just first thing that came to mind. Yanni looks like he's going to get it. Chet has not come up with an answer yet. Christine, how do you feel about your answer? Uh, I don't have a feeling. I just wrote something. Okay. What <laughs> does the acronym LC stand for when labeling an animal's risk for extinction? <clears throat> the L does not stand for love. It's a hint from Yanni. Damn it. He threw out one. <laughs> Where's that eraser? How many other words start with L? You got something written down over there, Logan? I do, yeah. Tressa, do you have an answer? C Christine, good? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying least concern, <laughs> Tressa saying lowest choice, <laughs> Seth, saying, <laughs> Seth saying last chance. Christine hey. also said last chance. I love that. It's not last right. Choice, <laughs> Chet saying last critter, which is also oh. very good. Giannis saying least concern, Randall saying least concern. Logan also said last chance. I don't know how Come you guys on. did that. Wow. That's, that's a good answer. I want to yeah, give it to him. I want to give him like a half a point it's or something. It's their last chance, you know? <laughs> Except for his actions. The opposite. The opposite. The correct answer is least concern. Wow. If, if we were to redo the scale, though, I think that would be well done, uh, at everybody. the bottom. It'd be LC, LC last chance. <laughs> If an animal is listed as least concerned, then biologists have determined that it's at no risk for ending up on the endangered species list. Other labels used are near-threatened, vulnerable, endangered, critically endangered, and extinct. Some animals with an LC designation include whitetails, blue jays, largemouth bass, and painted turtles. 
Question three, the topic is fishing. This next great question comes to us via Caleb O'Connell. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. According to a 2020 survey, anglers in this state catch the most saltwater fish in America. Mm-hmm. Again, the topic is fishing. According to a 2020 survey, anglers in this state catch the most saltwater fish in America. Like number of species, number, number, number of, of fish. Total number. The total number. If they catch the same exact fish a billion times. But it's not per is capita. This, is this not per capita. Recreation. Commercial. What recreation? state... Uh, this was a commercial survey. What? Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Recreational is not commercial. This okay. is not commercial. Uh, this is a recreational survey. According to a 2020 survey, anglers in this state catch the most saltwater fish in America. Strictly recreational. How are you feeling about this one, Seth? You know, I feel like the state I pick catch a lot of fish. Kansas. Yeah. Is it on the ocean? <laughs> yeah. You know. It is on. It is on the ocean. Hundred <laughs> percent, Brody. I think we're waiting on you. Was it residents of the state? No, no, just just anglers that show up there. Brody, how we doing? <clears throat> I don't know. We're gonna find out. Is everybody ready? <clears throat> Let's go. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Florida, Tressa saying Florida, Seth saying Florida. Uh, the entire room said Florida. They got it. The correct answer is Florida. About half of the country's 1 billion saltwater fish that were caught in 2020 came from Florida. That's followed by North Carolina at 72 million, New York at 70 million, Virginia at 58 million, New Jersey at 55 million, and South Carolina at 50 million. And Cal- where, California was in that list? Was not in the top. They weren't even in like the top six or seven. Wow. Mm. Uh, but you'd think like California, I thought Hawaii might trip people up, uh, but they're not at the top of the list. Question four, the topic is hunting. What nonprofit publishes the magazine Fair Chase? Again, the topic is hunting. What nonprofit publishes the magazine Fair Chase? Quick answer from Randall and Brody and Giannis. Brody, are you going to get this one right? I'll be mad if I don't. Randall, do you have this one right? I think so. Okay. Rest of the room is filing in with some answers. How about you, Chester? No, I don't have an answer. Don't feel good about it. Seth, while Chester comes up with an answer, tell us about the walleye tournament you got coming up. Oh, I'm not fishing it. Oh, you're not? Oh, that's right. Tell us why you're not fishing it, though. I'm not fishing it because it's my first wedding anniversary. (laughs) I promised my wife we'd do something. Go walleye fishing? And in return, (laughs) she promised that she would never, uh, um, you know, never uh, impede my uh, ability to fish that tournament again. Okay, so if this tournament happens the exact same time again next year, you'll be there. I'll be there. You and Kelsey have yeah. an agreement. So she's trading the first anniversary for the rest of them. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. Chester's <laughs> planning on winning that. Uh huh. I'm fishing it, and uh, yeah, I'm going to go who's, in there trying to win. Who's your partner? I feel good about it. Our buddy Casey Underwood, he makes these mugs and stuff. Such a good artist. He also has uh, some of his artwork on our Meat Eater merch and yeah. First Light. 
Go check it out. Chester, how has pre-fishing gone so far? This episode is coming out way in the future. Yeah. You don't have to worry about giving any sure. uh, tips. It's going really well. Um, really? Canning, well, <laughs> it's going really well. The lake that we're fishing is historically challenging to catch one fish, like over 20 inches. Uh-huh. And we are going in there every single time and finding fish over 20 inches. Ooh. So if we get five bites, they're probably going to be the right ones. And over the two days, if we can get 10 fish in the boat, I think there's a high likelihood that we could win it. Pulling for you, Chester. Anxious. Ooh, hearing that, Seth, results. does that <clears throat> make you a little sad? <laughs> it does. Although However, I, he helped us. I've been heavily, heavily involved with finding this, this specific mm, yeah. pattern that they're going to be fishing this okay. weekend. I'm just oh, yeah. struck nice. by what a great interview response that was it was like a pre-game football coach just like <laughs> can we go uh, the day after the tournament and then just go keep all those fish yeah well not all of them because there's a slot limit mm. um but we can go catch some eaters of course is that is, is this a uh release tournament you snap a photo and release it or what's the, the deal there's two options you this is kind of a rare one you have an option to keep them in your live well and like bring in five fish or you can do the catch capture release camera thing where you take a picture of it on the bump board and turn in only five photos at the end of the day. Good luck, Chester. Again, we are on question four. What nonprofit publishes the magazine fair chase? Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Boone and Crockett, Tressa saying BLM, Seth saying Boone and Crockett, Chet saying QDM. Christine saying NDA, Giannis saying Boone and Crockett, Randall saying Boone and Crockett, Logan saying BHA. The correct answer is the Boone and Crockett Club. The magazine is named after the phrase that the conservation organization created. The earliest recorded usage of the term fair chase is in the fifth article of the Boone and Crockett Club's Constitution, which was adopted in February of 1888. The magazine is published quarterly with a bonus issue at the end of the year that's called the Fair Chase Yearbook. Question five, we will get a scoreboard update from Phil after this. The topic is foraging. This next great question comes to us via Wes Gall. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. Merriam-Webster defines this five-letter word as a spout inserted in a tree to draw off sap. Merriam-Webster defines this five-letter word as a spout inserted in a tree to draw off sap. Logan, with a quick answer, Logan, are you going to get this one right? There was uh, six letters in it, so no. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Wait, wait, say say that again. Merriam-Webster defines this five-letter word as a spout inserted (laughs) in a tree to draw off sap. Well, that ain't what we called it. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not what we call it. Does anybody feel good about their answer they have? Does anybody have an answer? I'm probably going to be kicking myself, I bet. I mean, we tapped a ton of sugar maples in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. You probably use this tool that Merriam-Webster defines this five-letter word as a spout inserted in a tree to draw off sap. 
What letter does it start with? Not going to give you any <laughs> hints. Yanni, uh, 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 uh. you think you'll ever come up with it? No. Really? I don't think okay. so. We have a lot of folks from the Northwoods here where this activity takes place. Not many people that are confident. I buy and eat a lot of syrup mm. from uh, this made by Chester's family. Okay. Over there in Wisconsin. Really enjoy it. Randall, do you Webster's have a five letter word? <laughs> okay, Randall does not. I started not. with a six letter word. <laughs> Back to square one. I'd feel better if I could just think of that one. Oh, that's not the right answer, though. No, I know, but <clears throat> at least I'd have something. Brody, are you going to come up with an answer? Yeah. The room may be stumped. Ooh, man. Is everybody ready? Um, Go. no. <laughs> <laughs> are you writing something now, Yanni? Yes. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying stipe, Tressa saying spout, Seth without an answer, Chester without an answer, Christine without an answer, Giannis saying crank, Randall saying spike, Logan saying spout. Nobody got it, but people flirted with the right answer, which was spile. Oh, it was so good. Uh, spile. Other names for a spile include a tap, tapper, and spout. The practice of tapping trees dates back to before European contact. One Native American legend speaks of a time when pure maple syrup flowed right from the trees. But a powerful prince learned that this made his tribe lazy, so he covered the trees with bark, diluted the syrup with water, and only made it available in spring. Now that you've heard spile, does that sound right to you, Chester, Yanni? That that sound like a word that was in your brain somewhere? Man, I don't never know heard if we've it. ever never used heard that. that word. Really, never tap. heard of a spot. Be a good one for Wordle, though. It's <clears throat> called a tap. I was gonna say That's when it comes up in uh, Wordle here in the next couple of years, <laughs> that'll be one of those days where I'm like, S P I T, S P I V, S T V I, and just keep guessing because I, I won't. Until you run that. out. I believe we sell the the family's maple syrup on the website in those bloody or those old fashioned. Kits. Uh huh. They probably came out of a spile that Chester's family mm -hmm. tapped into a tree. Mm -hmm. Phil, we are halfway through the game of trivia. Give us a scoreboard update. Logan, Tressa, and Chester all have one point apiece. Seth and Christine have two points. And tied up in first place are Randall, Brody, and Giannis with four points. Phil, you don't sound too excited. <laughs> I'm having a great time, Giannis. Ask if, if you make the request for him to bring more energy, he will. Uh, yeah. So that that was officially Yanni's request. Pump Phil. it up, Phil. Okay. Next, when we get to the question, when we turn the corner at question eight, uh, we need a little more energy. Got it. <laughs> Spring is a great time to do something with your family. Do some spring cleaning, which I kind of started today outside, planning outdoor activities, which I'm always doing, taking a little trip to Hawaii with your kids for spring break, which I just did, which was great. You know what else you can do for your family this spring? You can shop for life insurance with Policy Genius. Make that part of your financial planning for the year. I've said it before a thousand times, I'll say it again. When my wife and I, when we started having kids, we got serious about life insurance, and man, I felt so much better after we did. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year 
for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Applying for tags each year in the West can be daunting. Yeah, I apply for everything everywhere. It's daunting. You have to go to a variety of sources to formulate your best guess as to where to apply. Well, this is a thing of the past now. Onyx just launched hunt research tools to simplify the process for all hunters. This tool helps organize the data that matters, makes comparing hunt options easy, and helps hunters develop a plan based on real metrics rather than gut feelings. Onyx Hunt also offers all elite members a free digital membership to Hunt and Fool, who I use, for boots on the ground insight and knowledge, and a membership to Hunt Reminder, so you never miss another deadline. Stop stressing over application season and apply with confidence in 2024. Check out OnX Hunt Research Tools, free for all OnX Hunt Elite members. Not an elite member? Well, let's fix that. Use code MEATEATER to receive 20% off your membership at onxmaps.com slash hunt. This is an app I use literally every day. I use it for every aspect of hunting, scouting, trapping, you name it. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. Question six, the topic is fishing. The bones of an angler who drowned in 1998 was among the four human bodies discovered in this receding lake in 2022. The bones of an angler who drowned in 1998 was among the four human bodies discovered in this receding lake in 2022. Hmm. A lot of the room needed to hear that a second time to come up with an answer. Yanni, do you think you have this one right? I do, as long as... Okay. He thinks the, he does. The, the, uh... Seth, do you have this one right? I think I do. Chester, do you have this one right? I don't have an answer yet. Um... The bones of an angler who drowned in 1998 was among the four human bodies discovered in this receding lake in 2022. A quiet room. Randall, do you think you have this one right? No, I do not. Okay. Hmm. Brody doing a lot of riding and erasing over here. No, just trying to decide. <clears throat> if we're running out of time, I think we are waiting on you. Everybody ready? 
Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Powell, Tressa saying Lake Mead, Seth saying Powell, Chester saying Devil's Lake, Christine saying Lake St. Clair, Giannis saying Mead, Randall saying Great Salt Lake, Logan saying Lake Powell. The correct answer is Lake Mead. A few Uh, folks got it right. Lake Mead was at an all-time low last year thanks to a 22-year drought. The first body of the year was found in a barrel that used to be underwater. The man inside had died from a gunshot wound to the head. As of April 2023, the victim still had not been identified. Detectives believe the man was killed sometime in the late 1970s or early 1980s because of his clothes from Kmart. Question seven. The topic is conservation. This next great question comes to us via Chast Yancey. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. This is an audio question. Phil is going to play you one minute of a song from 1990. Mm. You need to tell me who the artist is. Take it away, Phil. We live in the land of plenty. But many things aren't plenty anymore. Like the water from our sink. (laughs) You need to tell me who the artist is. You gotta go and buy it at the store. Again, the topic is conservation. This is from 1990. Look what's washing on the beach. And Lord, I believe from the heavens to the sea. Bringing Mother Nature to her knees So let's leave some blue up above us Let's leave some green on the ground It's only ours to borrow Let's save some I wish you guys could see the music video that I'm seeing right now (laughs) Does it feel like you've been sent back to 1990, (laughs) Phil? I I was thinking earlier, but It does look like that Chester, it seems like you're the only one who's come up with an answer. Do you think you have this one right? I don't think I have it right, okay. but it's very close. Mm. I know it's just so close if it's if it's wrong. Again, the topic is conservation. That song was from 1990, and you need to tell me who the artist is. I think I got it as long as he just changed his voice a little bit for that song. <laughs> <laughs> Same, <Okay>. right? <laughs> Dr. Dre, is that you put down? <laughs> Biggie. Randall, are you going to get this one right? I feel like uh, you are someone who has some knowledge of music trivia. I'll is be it? honest, I I don't think I've ever heard that song okay. before. Again, it's from 1990. The topic was conservation, and you need to tell me who the artist is. Chester, maybe the country. only one who gets this one. I right. got that that's, sense. That's real country. Right <laughs> that's there. real country. So yeah. Then I should change my answer. Yeah. I kind of want to start. Never mind. What do you want to do, Chester? Start singing some other okay. songs real okay. quick. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer who's going to come up with an answer? Brody? Sure. Can I change real quick? Sure. Go ahead, Yanni. Randall doesn't even have anything written Uh-oh. down, so... Can't come up with an artist from 1990 that may sound like that. It's not Limp Biscuit. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yanni, are you ready? Yeah. Brody, are you ready? Sure. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Montgomery. Tressa saying George Strait. Ooh, I was going to go George Seth Strait. saying Hank Jr. Chet saying Toby Keith. Christine saying Toby Keith. Giannis saying Garth Brooks. Randall without an answer. Logan saying Kenny Chesney. Nobody got it right. The correct answer is Alabama. Mm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Toby Keith, kind of. You know what it does? Once you said that, it's easy to hear that being Toby Keith. That was pre-Toby Keith, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's too early. 90s? Yep, 1990. Toby Keith was singing in the 90s? Not 90s. I feel like should have been the should have been a cowboy was early 90s. I would bet it's close. I was going to say Neil Young, because he's the one that would write a song. Yeah, that song is called Pass It On Down, (laughs) and it was released on Alabama's 1990 album of the same name. The song peaked on the American charts at number three and the Canadian charts at number two. The lyrics were inspired by mercury warnings for fish in a river that the band loved. It made them wonder what the river would look like when their grandkids fished it someday. Question eight. The topic is well, cooking. Well, what's up with the river now, Spencer? Yeah, I, was say, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the river was. All right. Well, next episode, Spencer's going to come back and tell us. And we'll see where it's at rivers 33 come around. years later. Question eight. The topic is cooking. If you order El Pastor tacos, then what kind of meat are you getting? If you order El Pastor tacos, then what kind of meat are you getting? A pretty confident room coming off of a question that nobody got right. We've now had two zero percenters in this episode. Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. Remember it. He's going to ask us again in about a month. Yanni, do you have this one right? I think so. I'll never forget the answer now that I know it. If you order El Pastor tacos... Then what kind of meat? This is kind of a multiple choice question, really. (laughs) (laughs) The rest of the room doesn't look so confident. Is everybody ready? I'm not confident. Chester? There's a there's a great article in a recent New Yorker Mm -hmm. about how Taco Bell uh, goes about their ideation process mm. and how they bring things like Crunchwrap Supreme to be. Uh-huh. I highly recommend everybody read it. Very interesting. What did, what did you learn? What did the crunch, they like sit in a stoner's kitchen at 3 a.m. <laughs> or what? Uh, I'm sure there are some stoners that are part of the process, uh-huh. but yeah, it, it goes from like 10,000 ideas down to 70 that are put forth and actually messed with in this lab. And then it comes down to 10 annually. Mm. And uh, yeah, it's, and it's not just the making of the food, but the marketing. It's, it's very, very interesting. How many uh, bathrooms do you think are in that laboratory? <laughs> yeah, that was the interesting part. Nobody, although, no, one lady that did, I think it was the lady that made the Crunchwrap Supreme at the end, she was like, nah, I'm good. She passed when the dude brought her one. <laughs> Yanni, what would it take she for you eat. to get Taco Bell? When's the last time you Bro, like, you reading that Taco article kind of made me oh. like want to go and try one okay. of these things. Some people drive hundreds of miles when like the new Doritos flavored whatever mm. comes out, you know, and it I, don't know, I feel eye. like I'm missing out. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? The Crunchwrap's the best thing they've ever made. And you can make them at home. Yeah, I do all the time. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying beef, Tressa saying pork, Seth saying beef, Chet saying beef. Christine saying beef, Giannis saying pork, Randall saying pork, Logan saying beef. The correct answer is pork. So about half the room 
Got it right. <laughs> El Pastor translates to shepherd style in English. Pork that's cooked El Pastor is usually marinated in dried chilies and pineapple and then roasted on a rotating spit. The meal was created in Mexico but has Lebanese influence. I was thinking of uh, tongue, but that's lengua, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be a good trivia question for the future. Phil, we have two <laughs> questions left. Where does the scoreboard stand? And I'm looking forward to being blown away here. Logan, Chester, Seth, Christine, and Tressa. It was your LC, but now you've gone extinct. <laughs> Brody has yes. four points, Randall has five, and in first place with six points, it's Giannis the Eagle Poochelis. <laughs> That's what I'm talking so about, dude. Good, that just made my day, Phil. Last Fantastic. time we made that request, Phil came in with like one of the best lines ever said on this podcast. He said, if you can't take the heat, then get out of the meat. Eater studio. It was really good, Phil. Well done. Question nine, the topic is woodsmanship. Name one of the five best states to live in if you hate mosquitoes. Now, this is according to a 2023 study that looked at data from every state except Hawaii. And to be fair to some of the folks in this room, last episode, I asked about the five worst states to live in if you hate mosquitoes. That answer was Louisiana, Florida, South Dakota, New York, and Texas. So there is five to take off your list, as well as Hawaii, because they were not in this study. Again, the question is name one of the five best states to live in if you hate mosquitoes. Brody, how do you feel about your answer this time around to this dumb question? I didn't call it dumb. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I think you have a shot? I think... Yes, uh, like I feel like this is easier than last week's okay. question. Yeah, this Again, one feels easy, but I could have it wrong. The the hint here is that the answer for the worst states to live in if you hate mosquitoes, those were Louisiana, Florida, South Dakota, New York, and Texas, and this study did not include Hawaii. I'm surprised Maine didn't actually make that list from worst mosquito states, too. Yeah, Maynards will say that the state bird is a mosquito. I think every state says that, that uh, That's true. their state bird is the mosquito. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Brody saying Arizona, Tressa saying Arizona, Seth saying Arizona, Chester saying Nevada, Christine saying Kansas, Giannis saying Arizona, Randall saying Nevada, Logan saying Arizona. The five states are Michigan, Nevada, Washington, Oregon, and Utah. Arizona was not in the top five. What? what? Michigan? Oh, what? Again, Michigan. As, as we yeah, discussed yeah. Starting last question week. Question your sources. These states <laughs> were ranked on a 100-point scale that looked at things like number of mosquito species mm. and the number of mosquito-transmitted diseases. Michigan oh. was rated as the best state to live in if you hate mosquitoes with a score of 20. That's followed Never by, get bit by mosquitoes, Nevada at 25, <laughs> Washington and Oregon at 28, and Utah Pure. at 29. And utter lunacy. Other states in the top 10 include Idaho, Alaska, Massachusetts, Tennessee, Dude. and Kansas. Have you ever heard of pure <laughs> oh Michigan, like where they advertise yeah. all the lakes and stuff, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I don't get Disclose it. Disclose your source, Spencer. Uh, this was I've an insurance company had this study done uh, to, to learn about states where mosquitoes are the worst. 
There's no other smell that brings me back to my childhood. Backwoods off. Yeah, exactly. Or cutter. Citronella. And and that's how good Michigan is. The other 49 states are all better if you, uh, excuse me, are all worse if you hate mosquitoes. So you were lucky, Yanni. Get it that way. I guess so. <laughs> Phil, we have one question left. What does the leaderboard look like? The only two players left in the game are Giannis and Randall, who are all tied up with six points. Oh, oh boy. Randall, <laughs> Randall, you're looking a little peaked. I I feel awful. <laughs> I feel awful. My heart is racing out of control. My stomach is just full of black coffee. Uh, I'm just preparing myself for a collapse. You had a last... big weekend of uh, wedding fe- wedding festivities. Indeed, I did. Yeah. Still Question ten. <laughs> the topic is hunting. What animal has a score minimum of sixty-seven in the Pope and Young record book? What animal has a score minimum of 67 in the Pope and Young record book? Brody with a quick answer. Tressa, Seth, Chester, all with quick answers as well. Tressa, are you going to get this one right? No, okay. Seth, changing an answer. Nope, just okay. adding to it. Just yeah. adding to it. Some might take that as a hint. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah, Seth. <laughs> Yanni, do you have this one right? I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> Got a good guess. Christine, I think we're <laughs> waiting on you. What do you think? Huh? Not, it's not what I have, but it's, it's good. Not, it's not, not what, what I have. Yeah. <laughs> Christine, are you ready? Well, I saw Yanni's board, but now I feel really guilty. Do you don't do whatever, change. You, do you whatever change. You want. Uh, I think you he's saw. wrong. There's a lot okay. of board flashing going okay. on. Randall, let me see your board. <laughs> Keep that. Keep that. I saw you. Like Spencer's lost yeah. control yeah. here. Yeah. You're Is all everybody too, ready? I'm much ready. Too lighthearted. Go ahead and reveal your answers. Ooh, we have Brody saying pronghorn. Tressa saying mule deer. Seth saying coos deer. Chet saying antelope. Christine saying pronghorn. Giannis saying mountain goat. Randall saying pronghorn. Logan saying deer. We have a correct answer in the room. It's Pronghorn ah. making Randall our winner with seven correct answers. Nice. Good job, Randall. Well done, Randall. Randall, did you know that answer? Was it just a guess? Yeah. It made sense to me. And and Yanni, tell me about your answer of mountain goat. I don't know. I just thought of an animal that, yeah, is not, you know, they're probably even less. Their than minimum 60s. is 40. To there get you in the go. book with a mountain goat. Other animals in that ballpark include coos deer at 70 inches oh, that and was Sitka blacktails at 75 inches. An antelope is scored by taking 12 measurements that include length of horns, circumference of horns, and length of prongs. The Pope and Young world record, which was killed in Arizona, taped out at over 91 inches. Randall, with our winner getting seven points, no overtime needed, you get to choose where the $500 donation from Meat Eater goes. So what's it going to be? Make it fun, Randall. What would be a not fun answer, you think? Well, when someone says just the same old conservation <laughs> okay. organization okay. that we hear 90% of the time A lot on the of show. pressure. It sounds like uh, oh, Yanni's talking to your <laughs> former employer. Oh, jeez. Does that have anything to do with the shirt you're wearing? <laughs> oh, I am. I'm wearing a TRCP shirt. Okay. Um, I was going to go with the Theodore Roosevelt Conservation <laughs> Partnership. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were here in our office recently hosting a summit. Uh, about chronic wasting disease with a lot of uh, leading scientists and uh, industry leaders and nonprofits. And uh, just happy that I can, uh, I'm back in the 
winner's circle and able to support a, an organization that's dear to my heart. Were you at that summit, Randall? No, I wasn't. I was across the hallway, so I heard mm-hmm. um, some of the louder interjections by members of the... Steve. Was that a thing? I, heard, I could hear Steve. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. I think he was just sitting in the right seat. But yeah, I was across the hall. Got He's to... always sitting in the right seat for interjections. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, no, it was a good event. A lot of, it was an impressive crowd. Well and done, Randall. Sitting in my office, working away. Decisive victory. Yanni, do you think Pronghorn would have been in your second choice? Maybe. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have a second choice. Oh, okay. Just chose one. <laughs> Not good enough this time. No. Join us next time for more Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. Thanks, Spencer. Thanks, Spencer. Hey, I'm excited to share our newest sponsor here on the Meat Eater Podcast, which is Poncho Outdoors. The reason I'm excited is I buy their shirts anyways. Dude, they make some good shirts. And they even have an option where if you're like a skinny dude, you can click like the skinny dude thing. It's great. Based in Austin, Texas, Poncho is committed to crafting the world's best outdoor shirts for men. Poncho is only sold on their own website. So head over to ponchooutdoors.com. Use code MEATEATER for a free hat or t-shirt with any purchase of a shirt. Poncho offers free shipping and returns, so you can try them out risk-free. Telling you what, Decked is a game changer. Decked has completely changed how I load, organize my truck. All my stuff that I want is always in there, out of my way, and secure. It's perfect. If you own a pickup truck that you use, you know, like a truck, the decked drawer system gives you weatherproof storage for all your gear. You can lock it up, too. You keep your tools and gear organized, job site or out in the field. Go to deck.com slash meat eater to receive free shipping. Go to decked.com slash meat eater and get yourself some free shipping.